Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And for today's current mood combo, we are going to be doing another Ask Me Anything slash advice because we had some scheduling issues. A little this, a little that, but we have always have so many amazing guests and I have so many amazing more lined up. So before I head out of town for the weekend, because yes, you bet I'm taking a vacay. If you listened to the Morning Toast last week, you know. And if you didn't, well, that's on you. So let's, you know, dole out some unsolicited advice, shall we? But first, of course, let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. I'm going to start with worst mood because we've been having, honestly, just way too many best moods lately. And sometimes you need to just get your get your ass back in gear and remind yourself that you can only be happy for so long. My worst mood this week was self-sabotage. And it's literally when everything's like fine and you're actually doing a really good job at life and you purposely try to ruin everything because you can't handle it. You can't take it. Your anxiety doesn't know what to be anxious about. Let's find something and make something up. I literally did everything in my power this week to ruin my own life legit to the point where like I was so anxious on Sunday and Monday that I pretty much couldn't function I was like nauseous just the classic anxiety symptoms and when I talked through it with my therapist I was just like I know logically like nothing is wrong and I know that I'm in control but like my body is not letting it happen what I will say though is the one thing that did make me feel a little bit better is I realized that it lined up with my cycle and that's one of the beautiful parts about being a woman is when your hormones change um it's that time of month my my little mother nature period I'm just gonna say the word I don't know why I'm beating around the bush I was started realizing that I was feeling a little weird on Friday and lo and behold on Saturday I got my period and then my anxiety was just so 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 bad when my cycle came and so it definitely made me feel a little better because I was like okay I'm not totally crazy I just kept telling myself like Lauren it's that time of month you're not crazy it's okay but you know that only does so much like I definitely still felt like shit I was just so so anxious trying my hardest to self-sabotage every single thing in my life whether it's work dating fun just anything fun and anything happy I was like let me think about how I can make this all go wrong but of course I talked it through with my therapist and I have to say that my best mood was still those little moments of pause you guys know one of my favorite words is pause and my best mood sometimes is really when I can stop and take a pause and like regather myself because a lot of times it's so easy to just spiral and future trip and just go 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 and not really think before you act and so my best mood this week was a 
allowing myself the pause, even if the pause was sitting in the really, really shitty feeling of anxiety, at least I wasn't acting on it. At least I was thinking, you know, so I think it's something to at least give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back that no matter how shitty you feel, if you can at least pause, even if it doesn't feel good, even if it's not, you know, making a whole mood shift, you're still pausing and acknowledging your feelings, feeling your feelings, and then deciding what to do next. I think it's something so, so powerful when you can pause. So although I tried to self-sabotage with everything in my power, I was able to pause, still felt like shit, but was at least not sabotaging things. You know what I mean? Like it would have been really, really bad if I actually sabotaged things. And I'm still definitely like a little anxious, but I think obviously pausing, talking through it with my therapist, reminding myself that I'm okay, it's all in my head, even though it feels like shit, it's not real, it's just straight up not real. Not reality, feels like shit, but not reality. So those are my best mood and worst moods of the week. And I think I was, I was a little overdue. You know, I was definitely overdue for a week full of debilitating anxiety. So she's nothing if not consistent. She's nothing if not true to herself. She can only be happy and healthy for so long. And I say happy and healthy because good for you, you look happy and healthy. Not because I actually like meant it. I just wanted to give a little shout out to my girl, Liv, Liv Rodrigues. Love to pause and just treat yourself with your favorite cheat meal for me. It's pasta penne alla vodka with a little bit of chicken, but get bloated. It's horrible. It's just, it's not a good feeling, you guys. It's not that the pasta is horrible or eating the pasta is horrible. Those are the best parts, but feeling bloated like it sucks. And this greens powder that I tried from Bloom can help with that. If you don't know Bloom Nutrition, they're really taking the world by storm. I was just talking to my friend about the founder and I think we're going to get her on the pod. So very exciting. Bloom Nutrition makes it easy and delicious to give your body what it needs to feel your best inside and out. Their greens and superfood blends fight bloating, help digestion, and increase natural energy and keep your skin glowing. Bloom greens are packed with over 50 nutrients, you guys, including whole fruits, veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, and more, all in one easy to drink formula. You can mix it in with water or smoothie to add to your daily routine and it comes in four delicious flavors so they have coconut mixed berries citrus and original bloom is made for you whether you're trying to recover from a big meal a night out or you're just a fitness buff over 350,000 people trust bloom to feel better every day and right now bloom nutrition is offering my listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnu.com mood so that's b-l-o-o-m-n-u dot com slash mood for 15% off your purchase go to bloom and slash mood for 15% off okay mood boosters this week my first mood booster this week so obviously it's hard to have a lot of mood boosters when your anxiety is debilitating however that's when they're also extremely important so the first thing that I did was you know obviously I didn't feel like cooking these like crazy elaborate meals or like thinking too hard about it but I knew that in order to feel good from the inside out I wanted to just like eat super clean and healthy but not stress too much about it so what I did was I just kind of was like listen we're gonna take a big salad mixing bowl I posted one of my meals on like Thursday last week and what I've been doing is literally just kind of throwing caution to the wind I'm like you know what this isn't for like the blog this isn't for the website as long as I can just make this kind of tasty and just throw it all in a bowl make it really fast I'm gonna feel good that I took the time to cook I took the time to clean up my kitchen afterwards and I'm eating something just healthy and easy not spending extra money on like DoorDash or whatever so I've been doing that and honestly it's 
kind of slaps. I posted one of them where I just did like kale, garlic hummus, chicken, and then what was the veggie? I think I just did broccoli in it and then I just seasoned it with a bunch of stuff. And I just like love eating out of a bowl on the couch. I don't know what it is. I just, it's way more comfortable and casual. So when you're not like, ooh, I want to like plate everything and like make it look cute and like do a few different things. I'm like, no, I just want to throw everything in a bowl, curl up on the couch and shovel food in my mouth. So that is what I did. And then the other night I did a different type of kale. I did French dressing, which is like so underrated. No one talks about it. Like I love Italian dressing. And what I do is I get like the kind of like no sugar added organic ones, because obviously I like making my own dressings, but if I'm not doing like a actual fun meal of make your own dressing could be like really really boring so if you need to boost your mood and you're in a pinch just get like a healthy fun dressing at the store so that no matter what you're throwing in this bowl you're dressing it up and it's going to taste great and you're going to feel good about yourself so I did that with french dressing and red pepper flakes literally just chicken asparagus kale and then did I put something else in it what else did I put in it feel like I put something else in it oh you know what I did guys I put a little gluten-free pasta in there I was like let's just like make it a pasta salad literally probably would never post this as a recipe because like what are the ingredients I just mentioned but I'm telling you it's a mood booster and it's such an easy cleanup so you're taking time out of your day but not too much time, not too much energy. It's almost like the easier version of a mood booster because cooking is a mood booster, but this is the easy way to do it. So if you don't have like a big mixing bowl, get on it, go to Target, get a big mixing bowl and make yourself dinner that way. And if you're someone that like is single and cooks for yourself at home, what I did this week to like not stress out and not know my plans and know what I'm doing, I would kind of take myself on a hot girl walk to the grocery store. And like I said, when you're single, it's really annoying having to buy packs of stuff because it's at least for two to four people. And so I just went up to the like little deli area and as embarrassing as it is, I said, can I just get one chicken breast? Because I don't want to waste chicken. I don't want to pay for more than I need. And I literally just had him give me a single chicken breast. And then if I wanted to make chicken again the next night, I walked back to the grocery store and did it all over again. So that way I wasn't wasting anything. I didn't have to like think about my meals in advance. I just was able to get out of the house, get what I need. It was like an all around mood booster. So for my single girlies, there's your little hack. Don't be embarrassed to just like go ask for a single chicken breast if you need it. Do it. Speaking of common mood boosters on the pod, I DM'd Mike, the founder of Waterboy for you guys. And I got you a promo code if you want to try the hangover cure or packet thing we talked about last week. Um, I'll post it on Instagram as well, but the code is just mood and I believe it's 10% off your first purchase because obviously Waterboy is just a staple mood booster and I just didn't want to forget that I reached out to him for a code for you guys. Speaking of like another kind of hack mood booster, I feel like all I did this week was put together like Amazon shopping lists because spending money is just like literally not a mood booster and so I decided for spring that like Zara and Amazon are my go-to girls and I got some amazing stuff and it's a mood booster because you feel so proud of yourself for being a responsible adult and not spending money on clothes and stuff and then you can spend it on like food and fun and so 10 out of 10 recommend going on Amazon and getting some like spring wardrobe accessories because they have some amazing stuff and obviously it comes so fast so that really boosted my mood had to give that an honorable mention as well because you guys saw me post it on Instagram this week and my last mood booster was for when I was really just like feeling overwhelmed was I 
posted this on Instagram as well because I did like a kind of like Sunday scaries breakdown of what I do and I found that the thing that really helped me calm down the most was dividing up my mind into the mini lists that I talk about pretty frequently and so I did basically a Sunday scaries kind of breakdown and so what I did on Sunday this week was I did the things that I actually have to get done no matter what like non-negotiables like stuff for work that was due like adult responsibilities then I did things I want to do so that was kind of like a return to Zara like get this thing done like go to Rumble whatever well Rumble's more of like a non-negotiable kind of because like I pay for it and whatever and then I did just kind of like reminders and so on Sunday night when I did okay things I have to get done things I want to get done and things to remember that really helped set me up for a way better week this week because I was just able to like look at my calendar because I felt like really overwhelmed with the amount of stuff I have going on the next couple weeks and so that was really really helpful I haven't had to do that in like a couple weeks just because I've been able to kind of handle pretty much everything in my brain so that was really really helpful it helped me beat the Sunday scaries and then just reminding myself to to put down my phone I feel like I've been extremely addicted to my phone lately obviously I know I'm addicted to my phone we're all pretty addicted to our phones but like really really putting it down helped a lot because I it just like I just realized that I was like mindlessly on it so that's why I kind of said like getting out of the house to go to the grocery store like if you have the time to go on those walks and stuff and not be on your phone just like a way better use of time make a list kind of focus on what you need to get done and it just makes everything feel a little bit more balanced and in control and those are my mood boosters this week it's hard when you just have a lot of anxiety the time just flies when you're anxious time is money don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office you guys know I run a small business and it doesn't feel small like ever so with stamps.com I can skip the trip to the post office and focus on how I can take my small business to the next level stamps.com saves you time money and stress for more than 20 years stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and ups shipping services you need right from your computer and you can get discounts you can't find anywhere else like up to 40 percent off usps rates and 76 percent off ups whether you're an office sending out invoices a side hustle etsy shop or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders stamps.com will make your life easier all you need is a computer and a standard printer no special supplies or equipment you're up and running in minutes printing official postage for any letter any package anywhere you want to send so stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com sign up with promo code mood for a special offer that includes a four-week trial free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code mood Okay, now let's jump into what you guys wrote in, obviously, at Lauren Elizabeth, at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. And let's see what you guys have on your mind. Okay, the first thing someone wrote in for advice is body image issues, especially with summer approaching. This is something I literally just started getting past in the past 12 months because I think, obviously, I got out of LA for the first time in a decade and I didn't realize just like, I've talked about it quite a bit in regards to like my breakup because it was around that time but I didn't realize like until I left LA last spring how much it just affected me just being around like everyone that's so 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 thin and I think once I got out I just kind of realized like why do I care so much and realizing that I know it sounds silly but when you just like see paparazzi pictures and stuff of like girls like not posing like not sucking in not doing their angles like 
I think you just have to surround yourself with people that don't live their lives like that and make sure you're not following that on social media because obviously body image and body issues a lot of stuff like stems from internal and trauma and just obviously your personal stuff but I think the first step is at least like changing your environment because your inside and like your mind are not going to feel better if your environment is also adding to those kind of like false beliefs and unrealistic standards and stuff so for me that really really helped a lot and I just like realized that I think I just have to remind myself that I'm like a human being and I'm gonna get bloated and like as long as I just like feel my best like I don't want to just live my life thinking about what I look like in a bikini like I'm literally going to Miami this weekend and of course I was like okay like I want to eat healthy I want to work out I want to feel good but I'm not gonna like not have a good time in Miami just so I look good in Miami you know and I think when you start focusing on enjoying your life not making your life look good you just feel good And that actually shows more than what your body looks like. I have pictures of me like on a boat last summer, not sucking in at all, just so happy having the time of my life. And like, I'm not looking at what my body looks like. I'm looking at my face and how much fun it looks like I'm having and all the memories. And I feel like in hindsight, like you look so much better than you thought anyway. It's so much in your head. So that's just kind of like a very, very simple just small kind of step to start taking because obviously body image and stuff is a huge huge topic that you know we I have so many incredible guests come on and talk about so I really recommend first and foremost following Victoria Garrett on Instagram because she does such an amazing job of just like showing the realities of social media to kind of like get you out of that like toxic headspace of thinking all of these like perfect people exist when it's just not true at all so that you don't have to hold yourself to this unrealistic standard and just focus on you and how you feel your best and how you look your best not like how you need to look in comparison to other people because it's just like it's not worth the time that's all it is it's like there are so many other useful things you could be doing with your time like having fun with your friends so listen to the real pod with victoria find just like good role models make sure you're hanging out with people that are focused on enjoying each other's presence and making memories all summer long instead of like taking hot sexy photos because that's just like not fun someone said i'm nervous about dating apps how to make the most out of the experience I think like dating apps like you don't really need to be that nervous just because like you're not even leaving your house you know you're not even going on a date yet you don't have to even go on a date I think as long as you just like download it and kind of like open yourself just to see what's out there I think that's something to be really proud of and I think making the most out of the experience is just making a profile and just feeling confident in it and then just looking at it as like just a fun thing not like oh my god this is how I need to meet my soulmate like don't put any pressure on it you can even do it like over one with the girlies or just make it a fun activity I love looking at all my friends hinge profiles we always just like laugh and giggle and like look at the guys and we're like oh my god what is that like just making it a fun thing and not putting too much pressure on it and like maybe you'll match with someone and like happen to have a good conversation and be like okay like maybe I can do this but definitely just download it and go into it with like zero expectation only look at it as like a fun experience share it with friends and just know that like you're not leaving your house you're not going on dates you're not committing to anything all you're committing to is downloading it and seeing what's on it I think that there's nothing to be nervous about because of that Someone said, what do you do if you end things with your situationship because he can't commit but then keeps messaging you? I mean, for me, I just think like 
being clear is kind and being unclear is unkind so like if you are someone who's like a communicator I would say obviously send a message and be like listen you can't commit that's what I'm looking for so stop messaging me because this is a waste of my time like you know you can be kind in the way you do it but just like be like extremely clear like we had this conversation I don't know why you keep messaging me blah 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 or if you're not that type of person and you already communicated block bye you know what I mean like you just have to have boundaries because you said what your needs are and if he can't meet your needs he is not worth your time there is someone who will meet your needs and that's what it is it's a situationship it's not a relationship and at the end of the day like guys are pretty dumb and guys do like hooking up with girls so like yeah he's probably gonna keep messaging you and I I always obviously kind of struggle with like well actions speak louder than words but like when a guy wants to tell you something he will tell you and if he's taking the time out of his day to message you but he's not like saying anything important or like useful then it's just still a waste of your time advice on feeling just lost in your identity during a transitional period of life I mean I feel this a hundred percent transition is full of uncertainty because just everything's changing and I think that it's so easy to feel lost in your identity because of that because your circumstances and like other people's circumstances and environments are changing it's so easy to also lose everything inside of you because of that and for me I think accepting the fact that change is good and okay allows me to not focus too too much on like wait like who am I what's my purpose what am I doing because those are good questions you should ask yourself but like every time like transition is long too like transition transition isn't just like oh over the next seven days I'm transitioning like my entire life like no it takes a lot of time so you're gonna keep having these moments where you feel really lost because there's going to be times that are harder than others and so I think make it clear to yourself on what is a priority at that time and like for some people and for me it could be like honestly my priority is just getting through it get it seeing where it takes me or it could be like figuring out what makes me happy and really trying new things like if you just know that you have to go with the flow and you can only control yourself you'll start to figure out your identity because you're putting things in your life and you're taking things out accordingly based on if they spark joy if they make you feel fulfilled if they just add value to your life in this new kind of life you're building in this transitional period it's not easy and it takes a lot of time and there's going to be a lot of times where things aren't going to work but that's what transition is so you just can't be so hard on yourself and also as a human being you're going to change a million times so just because you might be figuring something out and then like six months later you actually don't align with it anymore doesn't mean that like oh my god I don't know anything about myself like I was wrong like there is no right and wrong so I think it's all trial and error and just figuring out what fulfills you and if you can connect that to a broader purpose and really figure out goals within that that's really really great and really really productive but just don't be so hard on yourself when trying to do that because it's gonna take like I said a lot of trial and error for me I've just been really focusing on like I don't exactly know what my life looks like in a few years so I'm just going to try things like I'm gonna see if I like living here or if I like living there if I like doing this if I like doing that 
because I just don't know and I'm not gonna know unless I try so if I fail along the way like okay yeah that sucks but like I had to figure it out right like I had to try so I think my identity right now the way I kind of grapple with it is realizing that I'm putting the pieces together slowly and that I don't have to attach myself to just one thing and speaking of just one thing like I've really come to terms with the fact that like our identities aren't just one thing like we are very very complex people like you can be someone that like loves health and wellness but like loves traveling and going out and all this stuff I feel like we see all of these kind of people that brand themselves like me for instance you know you you brand yourself to the world and you're like I'm x y and z and that's it and I fit into this group and I'm this niche and I just kind of realized like why do I have to do that like why like let's take it on a business level right because this is you know like what we're all seeing from others why do I have to be the same person on TikTok that I am on Instagram, that I am on YouTube, that I am on the podcast? Like, why can't I really, really love mental health and being calm and peaceful and cozy? And then also like love being super, super silly and sarcastic and goofy. Like, why do I have to be one or the other? Like, I'm a human being and there's multiple parts of my identity. And I think that a lot of times we get so lost in our identity because we look at others and think they have such a clear picture of who they are. But all we see is what they present to us, whether that's online, in the workplace, in the social setting we know them in. So I think... Don't put so much emphasis on figuring out exactly what you are and where exactly you fit because you can fit in multiple places and you can have multiple parts of your identity. So maybe try to think about it like that too and try new things because you're just opening up your horizon so much to new possibilities and getting yourself to a more joyful, fulfilling, happier life by allowing yourself to be more than one thing, to experience more than one thing, to try more than one thing. But at the end of the day, transition is really fucking hard, you guys, and it's scary as hell. So honestly, just don't be so hard on yourself at all. Like, laugh at it. Like, laugh at the failures. Laugh at the mess ups. Like, just be easy on yourself. That's the only thing that's been getting me through is just like, listen you fucked up it's okay like you fucked up before and you're still sitting here breathing air so it's gonna be fine we're gonna figure it out someone said how to draw the line with yourself when your mind is being toxic to yourself I think when I start to realize that I'm being just like a pure asshole like genuinely there is a form of anxiety that is just doing what if and second guessing and imposter syndrome but then when I'm like genuinely being an asshole like just saying mean things that I would never say to someone I love, that's where I draw the line. I'm like, this isn't worrying anymore. This is being a jerk. And I wouldn't talk to someone I love like this. So why am I talking to myself like this? Like, it's just, it's not kind at all. Like, you deserve to be kind to yourself. And I think another thing that's toxic is like, when the spiral is getting so, so dark and deep, that's when I'm like, okay, you need to like, ground yourself in reality because you're so far in your head I don't think if like a truck was coming at you you would even see it you know when you're just like so spaced out you're so in your head like you're mindlessly in the physical world wherever you are so those are like two places where I just have to do a hard snap of like whoa logically think about what is happening right now like pause like it's how we talked about in the best mood today like genuinely pause what what is going on why are you being such an asshole or just straight up stop like I don't even need to know why because sometimes I'm an asshole that's why and stop 
Or if I'm like spiraling, that's when I like really need to pause and really ground myself and really figure out like, okay, why am I feeling this way? What can I do instead? What is the next right thing to do? What is the choice I'm going to make and be confident in? If that's laying in bed and just being done, fine. That's it. I'm going to stand by that. Or if it's like getting outside and going on a walk, okay, choose to go do that and do it. And it's not easy, but like sometimes you need these like hard switches in your brain or else you can go on and on and on. And that's when you turn into or when I turn into a miserably depressed person. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about the doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, under eating, and overeating. I'm not going to lie to you guys. On Monday, I think it was, I literally went to bed at like 9.30, I guess. Woke up at 2.30 in the morning. Was so anxious. Couldn't go back to bed till 5 a.m. Tried going to sleep. Slept till 7 a.m. Was so anxious. Couldn't even keep sleep. Like, it is just it's real it's like physical symptoms and we forget that it's our it's our mental health and it it really really affects us physically stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more sleep less and grind all the time here's your reminder to take care of yourself do less and maybe try some therapy i don't know what i would do without therapy because i was clearly not sleeping and then tuesday and the next day i had therapy on the phone and i was able to sleep the next night like genuinely that's how important it is to me it is the hour of my week that is non-negotiable and it is how i'm able to you know get myself out of these mind spirals and get myself to have better sleep and feel better physically and so many of you guys have dm'd me on instagram saying that you started therapy for the first time because of hearing about BetterHelp on the podcast and it just like literally makes my life complete. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. So give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress mood listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com mood. So that's B-E-T-T dot com slash mood. Try it today. Someone said, how do I stop caring about what people think of me at the gym? This was really hard for me for a while. I even talked about it on the podcast like months ago. And I just started telling myself that and I know it sounds so like obvious. Everyone's thinking about themselves. No one's thinking about you. You're writing in thinking this while I'm in the gym thinking that you're thinking about me and vice versa and so on and so forth we are so obsessed with ourselves you guys it's just like human nature to assume that everyone's thinking about us when in reality they're not and I know it's hard but I would rather do what I want to do and do it confidently and have someone like think something about me than not do what I want to do you know because I feel like when you believe in something it's so much easier to stand by than doing something that you like half-ass don't believe in so I'm not gonna half-ass anything that I'm doing especially in the gym like I don't give a shit what you're doing in the gym I don't know anything about what workout you're doing and When I see someone who doesn't care and they're doing their own thing in the gym, it inspires me to do even more in the gym. Like I remember I was really kind of self-conscious about like lifting weights and stuff in the gym because I don't really like lift a lot of heavy weight and maybe I look silly doing like lunges and taking up more space. And then I saw like quite a few girls like doing it over the past few weeks and it literally inspired me. I'm like, oh, if they can do it, I could do it. So be that person, like be the person that just does it because you're probably going to give someone the confidence and the little push they need 
to do it for themselves as well. Obviously, it's easier said than done. So whether it's like having to put on a video to get out of your brain so you're not looking around, whether it's going at a certain time of day as well. Like sometimes if I'm just like really not in the mood, I'll go at like the odd hours to the gym because I want to be in there when there's less people around. Because sometimes when there is like a lot, a lot of people, it's less hard to concentrate because you're so concentrated concentrated on what other people are thinking of you and then I love having the joke with my friends being like yeah I gotta go to the I gotta go to the gym today for my gym crush like I don't know who it is but like I have to be someone's gym crush and if I don't go like maybe their day sucks so just like convince yourself in your mind that like you're someone's gym crush and then make it a joke and be like yeah I'm going to the gym for my gym crush like just have fun with it be confident in a sense of everyone's doing the same thing everyone's working out for themselves everyone's thinking about if everyone's looking at them not you oof someone said anxiety let me tell you guys the only thing I miss about not drinking is having hangover anxiety it's really not been that bad for me lately but I definitely have had like a few moments of it over the past like few like I guess like year because most of the time I think a lot of my hangover anxiety stemmed from other things which is like really really crazy to realize I think once I got rid of other toxic things in my life I woke up and I just I didn't care as much because I didn't have anyone to answer to I was surrounded by people that like love me and support me And it's like there's not as much just like toxicity in my life. So I think like obviously just alcohol triggers anxiety. And so when you're actually working on yourself and working on your anxiety in real time and like when you're not drinking, your hangover anxiety does get better. But like sometimes you just get fucking hangover anxiety and it sucks. I will say like drinking water boy, like it has like some L-theanine in it, which is like a natural kind of like de-stressor that really helps the next morning. Just literally knowing that it's done, it's over and it's on to the next thing for me really really helps me I think being open and honest about it and kind of knowing that other people deal with it makes me feel like less crazy and knowing that like my friends are all on the struggle bus as well or like seeing some girl on Instagram being like oh my god on the struggle bus I'm like oh she gets it I think just knowing that you know it's like it it is a choice you're making to drink and one of the consequences of that is getting hangover anxiety and it's not the end end of the world like we know exactly what it is that's why we have a slang term for it so if you're gonna drink and you know that you might be a little anxious the next day like that's the choice you have to make and for me like sometimes I make the choice and I'm like okay well you know what I know the day after I'm gonna feel so much better so today I'm going to watch feel-good shows I'm gonna order food I'm gonna clean my apartment because I can not be hungover in a messy apartment it does the exact opposite it literally makes me anxious so I will clean my entire apartment shower get in a clean bed order food turn on something like new girl or a movie or whatever it is and make sure I'm like snapchatting my friends like boosting my mood like there is such different hangover mood boosters than like Monday through Thursday mood boosters let me just tell you but I have it down to a science at this point like something really really has to go wrong for me to have debilitating hangover anxiety at this point because I've done so much work on myself if I'm having a good week like I'm not gonna have like debilitating hangover anxiety because like I've had a good week it's just like a normal hangover you know so I feel did I say this in the last episode but I feel like we need to do a whole hangover anxiety episode because it is just a whole different ball game and you just have to literally figure out what you're hangover mood boosters are because they're going to be different than your Monday to Thursday or I don't know your drinking schedule you just have to figure out like what makes you feel better and know that it is hangover anxiety 
the world's not actually ending. It's literally just because you're hungover. Just try to keep it short and sweet and simple, you know? Don't make it something bigger than it is because it already feels so big. I love how the next question is like, are you no longer sober? Um, so you're clearly a little behind and that's okay, but we're not going to get into that because if because if you know, you know. Someone said advice on disappointment in friends in friendship. No message in a while, not feeling supported. I completely understand what it feels like to be disappointed in a friendship and I think that something that makes me feel a lot better is remind yourself or this is what I do I remind myself I'm not a perfect friend maybe I'm not always there when I need to be so that helps me remember that I want to make sure that I'm always there for my friends right because you can't expect people to be something for you that you're not for them for them right so I think personal accountability is great The next step is like you can't be mad at not getting something you never asked for. Your friends are not mind readers. So if they know what's going on in your life and they don't reach out, 100% be disappointed because any real friend is going to make sure you're okay if they know what's going on. But you know, you can't just not say anything and be disappointed. That's my next thing. This is like me like devil's advocating at first. And I think my next thing too is like, you never know what someone else is going through. So sometimes when I don't hear from a friend for a while, I'm like, you know what? I've also been that friend. So maybe they're going through something. And even though I'm disappointed, like maybe there is something going on in their life that I'm not being, that I'm not seeing because I'm thinking about myself. And then I think the final thing is like, there's no shame in reaching out to your friend and be like, hey, like I need you. Or like, I want to talk to you. Like, do you have the bandwidth to like talk to me? Or like, is can I get your advice? Like, I feel like we just expect people to give us exactly what our needs are without expressing our needs and just like meet them. It's like we hold our girlfriends to such a high standard and then we like let guys treat us like shit. It's fucking crazy. And so like this, just like think about that for a second. Like if I really need my friend, I'm going to ask her to show up for me. If she doesn't show up, that's a whole different fucking ball game. But just being disappointed, I feel like implies like, you know, like no messages, like not reaching out, like, why can't you reach out and then be even like then be disappointed that like they're being a shitty friend of course but I think you have to go through those steps first because it's just not fair to hold people to this high standard and a not hold yourself to it not be you know empathetic of like what someone else might be going through and just like think about that a little bit I really think I'm on to something with like we hold our girlfriends to such a high standard and let guys treat us like shit can you can you guys DM me and let me know if I'm onto something right there? It feels like I it feels like I am. Someone said best tips for eating healthy, and the reason I actually think this is good, and I've never really talked about it before, I think it's literally just finding the stuff that you add to your meal that is going to make it great no matter what. So finding those like little healthy things that like you actually love. So for me, I know that like if there's chicken in it. I'm good. I know it sounds weird, but like I could never be vegetarian because for some reason I do not feel like I'm eating a full meal if there's not like a protein in there, like chicken or something. So for me, it's like if I know I need to have a lot of vegetables, if I throw chicken in it, we're already onto something. And then I find like the little kind of like additives that I love. Like I love adding either a certain type of hummus or a certain type of rice that is healthy or just like finding the little things so that you can mix and match everything. But it's it's all based on like what tastes good to you and 
what you enjoy because if you actually enjoy the food you're eating it is so much easier to eat healthy and there are so many healthy freaking foods on the planet and just like so many combinations you can do and as long as you just figure out what those are and then you figure out like how to grocery shop for that you're golden like when I have blueberries and watermelon and like hummus and just like my favorite simple mills crackers they're like made out of almond flour like are they the healthiest thing on the planet like no but it's not like I'm eating flaming hot Cheetos all the time so I let myself have it if I want to eat a box I eat a box and I'm like yeah they're from Whole Foods they're made of almond flour life could be worse so finding just the things you love that make you feel good tasty healthy that's how you eat healthy because you're eating healthy for you it's not like a diet it's a lifestyle it's just like you're gonna like different things at different times and like that is you taking care of your body by like enjoying your meals because you should 100% enjoy your meals I'm not eating healthy if it's not tasty it's just figuring out what that means to you okay last question on and off again x is seeing a new girl after we just hooked up how to move on and not be sad one this is where there's no communication do not send a novel do not say anything no you just can't it is literally if you need to write something out write it in your notes app do not give him the time of day you are done he's hooking up with someone else and I messaged this to someone the other day and this might be controversial but this really really helps me and I even told my therapist I was like I know this is not necessarily kind and this is not necessarily legitimate advice or a tool but this really helps me You need to start reminding yourself or thinking to yourself, telling yourself, whatever it is, that that person is a loser. I'm sorry. First of all, the word loser is hilarious. And when you remind yourself that other people are losers, it is hilarious. And you're not saying it to their face. Like, let's all calm down. Like, this is in your head, okay? This is like you hyping yourself up and reminding yourself the reality of like, you're valuable and like other people are just other people so what I do is I go huh you're a loser not to them you guys in your head like the way I was able to get over exes when they would post on Instagram story like after I would unmute them like I would just see and I'd be like but they're like a loser like they're like honestly a loser it's like he literally hooked up with you and then is going to hook up with some other girl sounds like a loser to me sounds like he might be the mayor of loserville like just like reframe it in your head maybe find a different word Maybe you don't relate to this at all, but I'm telling you there is something to be said of when you start reminding yourself that your ex is a loser. Big loser energy. Like, think about it. They probably are. So just keep telling yourself that they're a loser over and over again, however long it takes, and remind yourself that that's also hilarious. Laugh about it with your friends because there's trust in the friend circle. You know, you're not running around town calling people losers. No, no, no. These are like your best friends. And you remind, I remind my friends all the time. I'm like, he's a fucking loser. Like, why, like, why do we even care? He's literally a fucking loser. These might not be the most positive, um, genuine tools to cope. However, sometimes, Desperate times call for desperate measures. And then you're able to get to the next phase. You're not going to have to call them a loser forever, okay? This is just like an intermediate, like, we really need to get past this and not go hook up with this loser. If we have to call them a loser in our head, we have to do what we have to do. So just try it. Let me know if that helps. Because I told one girl on Instagram DMs, because she was like, how do you, like, not get upset when you see something on Instagram? I was like, bro, you got to remind yourself that he's, he's a fucking loser. She was like, whoa, you're right. And I was like, I know. So if it, you know, if it helps someone, I guess it's uh, worth me sounding like a total psychopath on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for always writing in. I screenshot so much. So I maybe won't even ask again the next time we need to do this because there are so many amazing things on here. Don't forget, I 
did and ask me anything on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lovelaurenelizabeth, where I answer a bunch of personal questions. And I also have been vlogging. I'm doing a whole get ready with me for a first date, how I get ready for it, and basically giving advice the whole time. So I think my single girlies, you guys are really going to like that. It's going up next week. So make sure to follow on Instagram so you know when that is live and catch up on the YouTube. And we have some amazing guests coming up. So obviously make sure to subscribe to Mood anywhere you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review. And I will talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye.